Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back. We're back with the second segment. And yes, the voice is different. Maddie B ran out of here and he was, he didn't even say goodbye, but we've been explaining for a couple days that I'm in the pinch hit, finished the second segment today, Friday, October 7th. And it's my pleasure and honor to have Chris Shario, the artistic director at the public theater in this morning. Chris, good morning. Morning, Matt. How are you doing? I'm doing well. So the, most people know who the, know the public theater, Downey's Magazine's 2016 Best of Maine Reader's Choice, four-time winner. And it's about that time of year. It's about the start of another season. We're about to launch a week from today. We open our first show of the season, Last Gas, by Maine playwright John Cariani. Uh, He wrote Almost Maine, uh, which is a a hugely popular play. Uh, He grew up in Presque Isle, and uh, he is now a pretty famous Broadway actor. He was nominated for a Tony Award for his role in Fiddler on the Roof a few years ago. He just left a huge Broadway hit, Something Rotten, where he was the second lead. He was fantastic. And he's starting uh, a new musical uh, called The Band's Visit uh, that'll be at the Atlantic Theater Company. Tony Shalhoub, another famous uh, main actor, is going to be in that. So John was up here to help us uh, begin the rehearsal process last week. And... uh, and so we've been rehearsing. This is the launch, launching point of our new season. And like you said, we open a week from today, the 14th. It runs till the 23rd of October. And right. it's a really cool play, Last Gas. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's about the last gas station before Canada. Oh, wow. And so it's, uh, it's about, you know, uh, northern Maine and family and love of the Red Sox. And, and it's, it's a pretty uh, funny play. It's a... Uh, um, uh, a warm and bittersweet comedy and, uh, and a romantic comedy. It's a, it's a really interesting play. And John is a fantastic playwright. And he's homegrown, so it's about us. Right. It's particularly fitting this time of year. The Red Sox in the playoffs. That's it's, right. That's right. You know, it's fall. And, yeah. 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 So, and which is where drat those Indians, but, uh, but uh, we'll get them next game. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, we got to add a little bit of drama and flair to the playoffs. You know, <laughs> that's, that's right. That's, that's, that's right. That's what we do. Start slow and come back. Right. So if someone hasn't been to a play before, they can certainly go on uh, thepublictheater.org or call the box office at 782-3200 and buy their tickets. But they can also buy season tickets, right? Right, yeah. Um, we uh, we have a season ticket price. It's uh, for all four uh subscription shows um it's eighty dollars which is we only our top ticket price is only twenty dollars and the um the benefit you get from being a season subscriber is that you can either pick your shows in your seats for the whole season and you're done and you just we send you the information and you just come when you're supposed to come or you can decide to well i don't know 
today, what night I want to see a show in March, and just wait till that show uh, you know starts going up, and then make your decision then. And subscribers get to change their seats within a certain amount of time if they have to without penalty. So uh, and plus you get a bonus ticket. So you get your four tickets for the shows that you're buying your subscription for, and for every subscription you buy, you get a bonus ticket. You can bring a friend to any one of those shows. Uh, if you get two subscriptions, one for you and one for your spouse, uh, you get two bonus tickets. Right. It sounds like a good deal. It sounds We're, like a great deal. Yeah. Everybody out there, call us now. Yeah. Subscribe. You, and you should call right now, 782-3200. That's the box office. That's right. At the Public Theater. Or you could go online, thepublictheater.org. We're talking with Christopher Shario, Artistic Director at the Public Theater. I'm Matt Leonard. Leonard. I can't even pronounce my own name this morning. I should have warmed up in the first segment. You should call yourself Matty L. Matty L. <laughs> but people call me a lot of different things around this community, but we'll, we'll stick with Matt for now. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Maine's Big Z. It's Matt Leonard filling in for Matty B here on this second segment of the second interview. It's 49 degrees this morning, Friday, October 7th. And we got Chris Christopher Shario in, Artistic Director at the Public Theater. And we were just talking about... Their new season kicking off next week, and it starts with Last Gas, which has main roots, and it's a main story. That's right. We got a lot of things coming up. I mean, the public theater, as we mentioned at the top of the show, has really been, you know, an annual winner of, of the best theater Maine has to offer. So where did we come from, and where do we get to today, and how, how do we make the public theater what it is? Well, back in 1991, uh, a small little cadre of uh, uh, people who lived in Lewis and Auburn got together. They wanted a professional theater in town. They were all theater goers. They were tired of going down to Portland and Boston to see good theater. So they um, they got to work, and they hired a director, and uh, they did two shows at a borrowed space at the Auburn Mall. There used to be a Cineplex there. And uh, after those two shows, they thought, okay, we, uh, we, th- we think we can make a go of this. And they started looking for a permanent place to be. They found the old Ritz Theater down on Maple Street in Lewiston. It was, uh, the neighborhood wasn't like it is now with Northeast Bank and o- Oxford Networks and everything there and VIP. It was uh, totally, totally Kaplan University and the, and the new chamber building. It was like totally different. So they uh, rented the downstairs. The, nobody had been in that theater for 10 years, and there was still popcorn in the popcorn machine. Oh. Um, so uh, it had been a, a, a movie theater since the 1940s and had gone up and down. It had been a, just, you know, just a regular movie theater. Then it became an art house where they did you know, cute little cool uh, foreign movies, and it was an X-rated movie theater for a while. And then it was nothing. But the Montagnard Club, which was a social club, was still upstairs. So they rented the downstairs, they renovated it, they got, they, they were still renovating things, you know, and the paint was drying on the walls the night of the first performance. Uh, that was in 1992. And they did a season of four shows in 1992-93. And then that director left. He was there for six shows. And uh, they hired me uh, and Janet Michko, the co-artistic director. And we decided uh, it was going to become an equity theater, which is, means that all the actors are professional. They're union actors from New York and L.A., and it's a lot more money. It's more expensive. But you can get much, uh, really, the acting is everything, and getting the highest quality actors was most important to us. So that was 1993. We did uh, 
four shows in a subscription series. We did Christmas Carol for the first time. And uh, Julie Goel, who is uh, a main uh, performance artist, uh, did her show, Woman in a Suitcase. And that was our first season. And we've been off to the races. The very first season, the theater was in business. It played to 1,200 people. Now we play to about 16,000 every year. The budget then was $40,000 a year. Now it's close to $700,000 a year. Um, We've been, we were picked uh, several years ago, the, the Sun Journal did a reader's poll on the, the gems of Lewis and Auburn, and we collected more votes than any other person, place, or thing in Lewis and Auburn. So, uh, so we've been doing pretty well. When I first came here, people scoffed at the idea that a professional theater could be in Lewis and Auburn. In fact, I was being interviewed on a TV show down in Portland the first month I was here. And the guy said, I told him we were going to become an equity theater with all New York actors. And he goes, in Lewiston? Ha! And, uh, well, we, you know, we kind of put him to shame. Uh, we are a cornerstone in the cultural life of this community. And when we first began, nobody gave us much chance of surviving. So I think we've done pretty well. And it's all because, really, the community shows up for us. Lewis and Auburn was thirsty for really high-quality professional entertainment. And I have to say, uh, businesses and, and foundations and local individuals support us incredibly. We exist and we are successful because we're here, because of Lewis and Auburn. Uh, I think this is, we, I came up here from Midtown Manhattan and I got a load of Lewis and Auburn and I thought we, I died and gone to heaven. Safe streets, good schools, affordable housing. I mean, uh, the image that a lot of people outside of Lewis and Auburn have of us is so old and dead and outmoded. It just has nothing to do with what Lewis and Auburn is now. And uh, so I often tell people, if you think you know Lewis and you don't, come on up. Right. And we have to put you on the payroll for the chamber to go out and, and stump for the community. <laughs> there you go. Said that a lot. And I think, you know, the public theater is a great example of what who we are as a community and what we can become that Lewiston Auburn isn't the Lewiston Auburn of yesteryear. And Absolutely. We have a lot to offer. We're talking with Christopher Shario, the artistic director at the Public Theater. Their new season begins next week, starting with Last Gas. Now's the time to get your tickets or get your season tickets locked in. You can go to thepublictheater.org or call the box office at 782-3200, 49 degrees, October 7th. It's Friday. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Maine's Big Z. Welcome back. It's Matt Leonard filling in for Matty B. We're talking with Christopher Shario, the artistic director at the Public Theater. And if you'd like to get your tickets in line for the upcoming season, you can go to thepublictheater.org or call the box office at 782-3200. We've already talked about the distinct advantages for signing up for the whole season. First up this this year, we got Last Gas. It starts October 14th, next Friday. And it is, uh, I guess, is written the right term by John? Uh, yeah, John Co- Cariani. Right. Yeah, he is the author. Right. He's the playwright. Right, and sh- shows my ignorance. But uh, <laughs> maybe I'll come check it out. But he, he's a playwright, but he's also a Maine native and writes about Maine. And that's kind of what this story's about. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, his two most famous plays are Last Gas and Almost Maine. Uh, and they're both specifically about Maine. And, uh, and this story, of course, takes place in northern Maine in Aroostook County. And uh, it, it's, it's really a cool play. It, and you will, you will recognize the people in it, um, whether you were born here, just grew up here, or are from away, which is me, means your family's only been here for 250 years. Right. <laughs> right. right. Um, uh, I think you'll get a kick out of it. So that's going to launch our season. We've got a lot in store for, for people. So um, the, the next thing up, 
in November, the fourth, fifth, and sixth of November, we have an evening of comedy. It's uh, it's the the uh, the talent. Um, Karen Morgan and Jim Colleton have a, they call it Lawn and Disorder, and they go, it's clean comedy for adults. So it's about marriage and stuff, and it's incredibly funny. It's really insightful, and uh, and it's really for adults. You know, don't bring your kids, not because of the language, but because they're going to be bored silly hearing right. about your life, right. you know, as kids usually are. I don't want to hear about you. I want to hear about me. So uh, that's in November, Lawn and Disorder. At Christmas time, uh, December, uh, we're doing a Christmas carol again. Um, when I first got here, uh, we wanted to do a version of a Christmas Carol, but everyone I looked at took, you know, fifteen to thirty people, huge sets. They were just so expensive to do, and we were a small theater. So I wrote this version for six actors and a fiddler, and uh, it lasts for an hour and five minutes. You see the whole story. Bring your kids. Bring the little kids. They enjoy it too. Um, and then for the second act, our fiddler who is a world-famous uh, uh, storyteller and folk singer, uh, Jenny Armstrong, she does a Christmas concert with some Christmas songs and stories and a sing-along. It's really a great way to start the season. And if your kids you get antsy early, they've seen all of A Christmas Carol in the first act. Right. And if they wanna go home, take them home. Uh, but if they wanna stay for the concert afterwards, you can. So it's a great family entertainment, great way to start uh, the holiday season. Then in January, we're doing a play called Under the Skin by Michael Hollinger, who, uh, who wrote a play called Red Herring that we did several years ago. And it's about this uh, older man who, uh, who needs a kidney. And he has an estranged daughter who he hasn't talked to in years, has never seen his grandchild. And he goes to see her one night and she says, what are you doing here? You know, and he's bumbling around. Finally, he says, I need a kidney. And so she has to decide if this father who's been a horrible father is kidney worthy. And it's really, it, it's funny, it's touching. It's about, you know, family and what is it that you owe family, especially do you owe a piece of yourself, literally. Right. And uh, so it's a pretty cool play. It's a very funny play and uh, talks about interesting things. In March, we're doing a play called Wrong for Each Other. It's about this couple who run into each other at a restaurant. And at first it looks like he's just trying to pick up this attractive woman. And then in a few minutes you discover, well, they actually know each other. And then as time goes on, you discover they not only know each other, they have this long history together. And there are all these flashback scenes to their whole life together. And it's it's really a what is by the guy that wrote Ladies Foursome last mm. year's biggest selling Matt in fact Ladies Foursome was the biggest selling play in our entire history huh. and then we'll finish the play with a play called Ripcord which is kind of the golden girls meets the odd couple these uh, two um, uh, senior citizen ladies are in a uh, um, retirement community and they're they need to share a room and it's the, it's the it's Felix and Oscar they really don't get along and so they go on this jihad to drive each other out of the room and each, and at one point they call it ripcord at one point one of them forces the other one to go skydiving with her it's it's a pretty hilarious scene so wow well there you have it i mean it sounds like an exciting season coming up and now is the time to invest in that season Season tickets, you can go to thepublictheater.org, call the box office at 782-3200. Season opens up next Friday, October 14th with Last Gas. I'm Matt Leonard. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Maine's Big Z. Welcome back. Matt Leonard here with you on The Breakfast Club on Maine's Big Z. Listen longer, listen farther, 105.5 or 92.7. It's warmed up to a, a warm 51 degrees here Friday, October 7th. 
last segment with Christopher Shario, the artistic director at the Public Theater. We've all, we've talked about the the season that's upcoming. It's going to be an exciting season, and and the question is, you know, how much does it cost to go see a show? Um, well, we have we're an equity theater. All of our actors are from New York and L.A. All our directors and designers are professionals. Everybody gets paid quite well, mm-hmm. and it's an expensive proposition. And yet. Our top ticket price is only $20, and anybody 18 years or younger can come to any performance, even a sold-out Saturday night, for $5. Uh, Those are the lowest prices anywhere for an equity theater, for a professional theater in this country. You cannot find uh, a better price. So we, we have kept it that way. It means that we have to raise a lot of money through corporate funding and foundation support and individual donors. So any anybody out there that, that you know, did Aunt Sally die and leave you a lot of money, we'll take it off your hands. There you go. Uh, and, and I'm sorry for your loss. Yes. <laughs> but uh, but we, uh, we keep this uh, price very low and affordable so that everybody can be, a, every person can be a theater person at the public theater, wow. you know? And we also pick plays that we think uh, appeal to a wide variety of people. You're not gonna like, like every play we do, right. but uh, you're gonna find more than one per season that you're wanting to go to, so. Right, right. yeah. And it's I only mean, 20 bucks a ticket. Right, and, and at the same time, they're really contributing to their community and, and the cultural aspect of participation within their community. Right, you know, people don't move to a community because it's got the biggest Walmart in New England. Right. I think we do, right. <laughs> but, uh, and that's great, that's great, yeah. because we, we would like, you know, we like to say that. But people move to a community and, and people decide to build their lives and their families and, and their businesses in a community that has a rich and diverse cultural life. There's things to do. We have. Bates College and Kaplan College and and LA College and and CMCC and uh, two world class hospitals. I mean, the the things that are here in this community are amazing. Fantastic restaurants and we have a thriving cultural life. The Public Theater, um, uh, the Franco Center, Bates Dance Festival, LA Arts, Community Little Theater, on and on and on. Maine Music Society. There are so many wonderful cultural events in town and on any given night. Four or five of us may be having events, and we're all selling out. And that means that there is a thirst in the community for this kind of programming, and the community comes out and supports us. Right. And when once someone goes to that initial show, they go to the theater, they're more likely to go to another That's right. show and another, you know. Right. You get in the habit of coming to the public theater. You're going to say, you know, there's something at the Franco tonight. Let's go see that. Right. You know, let's uh, let's go to the one of the events at the dance festival. I've never seen something like that. That might be fun. Right. So. And it's not just about that individual show. Once someone has been, you know, engaged and, and really is an active participate actively participating in their community it it makes us a better community overall it does it does yes all of this works together uh there's no such thing as well there's the business community and the arts community and the education community there's one community and it's like you don't say uh, you know uh say well my pinky is a totally different thing than my thumb it's all part of your hand you know and uh and to see them as separate 
pieces uh, that are that are discrete and individual of themselves misses the point of having a hand, <laughs> you right. know, because it doesn't work if you only see them as individual pieces. And that's true of everything about a community, which is one of the coolest things about uh, Lewiston Auburn is that over the 23 years I've been here, this community has grown more and more and has woven itself together in a, in a tighter and more cohesive community uh, every single year I've been here. It's, it's amazing the transformation and renaissance of this community in the last 20 some years. Right, and it seems it seems like we're only getting started. You That's know? right. Yeah, right? you know the community's come so far, but it, it feels like we're, we're all. This is just the beginning. A, yeah, you know this great explosion, and I know, I know, LA Arts has really worked hard on their you know cultural plan. And right, we've yes. talked a lot about the creative economy, and I think for the first time, probably in quite some time, we seem like we're all getting together and we're all going to be on the same. Right page. now, while we're talking, uh, the Maine Arts Commission is hosting the Maine International Conference on the Arts at the Bates right. Mill. Great point. It's here all weekend. They were here last night and they're I think tomorrow they finish maybe Sunday and it's incredible and they have people from from uh, from Canada from all over the state of Maine from all over the Northeast really participating in this conference on the arts with really interesting uh, uh, breakout sessions on you know uh, how arts and culture um, feed the economic life of a community it's a the amount of money that the arts and cultural events bring in to Lewis and Auburn uh, would stagger people. It's not just the money that we take in for tickets and all the, we get huge amounts of grant money from out of state that all gets spent here. But more than that, at the public theater, 60% of our audience comes from outside of Androscoggin County. Those right. people come into Lewiston, Auburn from all over uh, central Maine, including Portland, and they go to dinner at our restaurants and they shop at our, you know, they get gas for the way home. Um, they may stop and shop for a bit and make a day of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, and they come and see something at the public theater. That's 60% of the 16,000 people a year that come to the public theater come from outside of Androscoggin. That is a huge amount. And I would be willing to bet that most of the other uh, arts and cultural events in the city draw similarly right. uh, from from farther afield, and that those people are coming in, and that money gets spent here. Right, and I think I think the other interesting point is that you know once they've come here and they've discovered everything that we have to offer, they're more likely to come back and come back right. again and again and again, again and again, and you know, and it's not that far away. It's not. You know, we're pretty centrally located here, uh, and and there are some you know like. Go north of here. There's you have to go a long way to find something like the Public Theater or the Bates Dance Festival or the Franco Center. Right. You have to go a long, long way. Uh, you've got to go all the way to Bangor because so if you're in the Augusta area, area, you're a spit and a holler from Lewis and Auburn, and there's nothing really to do up there. Right. Come yeah. down here. Absolutely, and nowhere else in Maine will you find Downey's Magazine's 2016 Best of Maine Reader's Choice, a four-time winner, the Public Theater. Chris, it's been great having you in this Thanks, morning. Thanks, we, We've been talking with Christopher Shario, the Artistic Director at the Public Theater. Their season opens up next Friday, October 14th, kicking off with Last Gas. Now's the time. Get your season tickets now. Box office, 782-3200. Or go online to thepublictheater.org and, and read about all of the great plays that we've talked about this morning. It's been an honor and a pleasure filling in for Maddie B. I'm Matt Leonard signing off. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Maine's Big Z. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.